There's so many things wrong I don't, with what you, you know just what? said. I don't care. This is my segment. My segment. You had can your you chance just, to talk. <laughs> my turn. Can I just can I just make a quick observation? What? Um, you said that you 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 don't know quite how to describe it. Uh, we know. We can tell. <laughs> we can tell. Hi, welcome to the Crown Indians Podcast, where we talk about our favorite games, video game news, and just about anything else. My name is Matthew, and as always, I'm here with my best friends, Marissa and Sacco. I'd like to remind everybody that there are no stupid questions, so I'm going to start us off with a question right now. Marissa. Yeah. I'm on a, I'm on a positivity streak, and I'm going to keep that positivity going. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. I'm feeling... Oh. Feeling, feeling good. good. Is there anyone else we should be asking about how they're um, doing? The audience. Audience, how are you feeling? Let us know on our socials. Definitely. TikTok, if you're having a good day or not. Yeah. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's an early Come morning let plug. Us know. <laughs> early morning. Early morning. It's an early morning plug. Yeah, it's the morning. If it, happen- if it happens in the first five minutes of the podcast, it is automatically early morning. Yes. And then you have like 30 minutes of afternoon and then... A quick good evening, good night to uh, the sweet, last sweet night, night. Sweet, sweet night time. Sweet, sweet night time. That's all you need. Hi, I'm here. Oh, I'm who, here who's to, that? Hi, I'm here to. <laughs> hi, hello. Hi. Oh, that's great. Uh, we should probably get to today's okay. topic. Sacco, how are you doing? I'm buddy? good. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm that's doing great. <laughs> um, well, I mean, Marissa's trying to ch- chug right along. So, Marissa, what is, what is today's topic? Well, today's topic involves uh, something I really love um, that in video games, which is video game concept art. So we're going to be talking about some of our favorite pieces of concept art from video games, from the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, um, right off the bat, I, as always, I'm just going to just jump right on in there. Um, my concept art is obviously from the two games that I talk about all the time. Uh, Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts and I'm actually like I think these are some of my favorite concept arts because they are like nothing like it it was like this is the concept and they're like okay we haven't written the game yet so let's let's figure that out and then they come back to it and they're like oh this is sure like that's I guess technically fits so I'm I'm wondering if you guys have similar uh, similar stories where it's like the concept art is like I, I can guess I can see the concept um well, it's really interesting because, like, I have... So I have a book of... Obviously, obviously I have this. I have a book of The Art of Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, so it's it's really interesting because they included sketches of, like, all the characters and, like, preliminary sketches and, like, basically what they could have looked like had they gone, like, a slightly different direction. And it's really funny to look at some of them because some of them are... Like, it's just interesting to see if they had made those characters those things. I know Solus in particular is, like, quite drastic because they didn't know what to do with his hair, <laughs> which is really funny Yeah, because they decided n- no hair. Just, just they couldn't <laughs> no decide hair. in time. 
It was like one it of those is. things where you submit an essay and like you you leave like a paragraph. It's like fill this in later or like like cite this later, and then you hand it in, and your teacher just like yeah, circles yeah. it and it's like, "What is? You're like, you never no, fixed this was, it. <laughs> this was meant to be here. No, they actually include a note in it, and it says, "When exploring the final appearance of Solus, we tried many hairstyles. None seemed to evoke the sense of ageless wisdom required by the character more than a bald, a bold bald head. A bold bald <laughs> head." Yeah, it's funny, though, because some of the I remember. So before I bought the book, I actually saw on Twitter um, somebody had shared pictures of because there's like one and he has like this like really luscious long hair and it's kind of like swept over his shoulder. And there's another like instead of like, you know how he wears like a jawbone? Well, there's like a thing on his like forehead instead. And like he looks really like badass and his head's like half shaved. And, like, he just looks really, like, determined and, like, all this stuff. Like, so different from basically the little, like, nerdy scholar boy that we kind of got <laughs> the nerdy the scholar boy. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. That's why I romanced him in my first playthrough. I was like, this guy is nerdy as hell. And your fourth playthrough um, and your fifth playthrough and your... <laughs> we don't talk about fourth and fifth playthroughs. Uh, Only playthrough 127. Exactly. 128 <laughs> is also a great one. Uh, so there, it's really interesting because it 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 kind of makes me sad to look at because some of them are so great, and I don't know if I actually agree that the bald head was the right choice. Looking at some of these, like I don't really know how they came to that conclusion necessarily. Like I think it works and his character fits, like it looks good, and never once in the game was I like, oh, this doesn't work. But then looking at this, I'm like, oh. Like, would my opinion of him had been that different? Because it, it kind of fits his personality that he's, like, bald and, like, it is kind of a bold choice. He doesn't really give a shit. But, like, it still looks neat and tidy. Like, that's all part of his character, right? Like, he doesn't necessarily care what you think of him, but he's going to give off a, good, a decent impression, right? Like, he's not going to be an asshole or anything like that. Like, it kind of fits um but looking at some of these i'm like i don't know if i would have trusted them as much or anything like that right like because i was just immediately like oh solace is like this nerdy dude and i want to talk to him in the game and i don't know if i would have done the same thing like some of these guys look really intimidating <laughs> so so after looking at at photos of solace with hair and at bald solace do you think he's the type of person that like his hair grows he just chooses to shave it because it's like the cleaner like more um different approach he's like oh yeah like i'm too i'm what, like i don't have hipster? time for regular he's haircuts i'm just gonna shave it myself or do you think his genetics are just like he has less hair follicles so like it's just easier to to keep it bald I, so there's there's like there's some fan art which is definitely mm. different than concept art but i appreciate all the same um and there's this piece of fan art and it's like why solus is bald <laughs> and it's him because he talks about in the game about how um so he often dreams, right? And as Matt, I know you're playing through the game and he would have mentioned this too, but I, I don't know. I know you didn't like him, so I don't know how much mm. you paid attention to him for, <laughs> when he was speaking. Add, for no reason other than I just, I needed somebody to hate. Like I needed to hate a character, obviously. So I just picked him on random and I was like, mm, fuck this bald guy. Mm. Fuck this bald guy. <laughs> the bald guy uh, in <laughs> anyway, so he dreams and he'll go into like, kind of like a comatose state to dream and enter the fate. 
And then he like talks to spirits and he actually makes friends with spirits and he visits old ruins and like sees the stories that happen there. Like he's all about that kind of experience. And so somebody drew him like, it was like why he shaved his head. And it was like him with this like, like lusciously long, like thick hair, like asleep in the forest. And then all the like bugs and animals just fucking with his hair. (laughs) And then it was like, it was like, it was like, hey, like, was, I think it was the Inquisitor was like, hey, Solus, why do you shave your head? And then he like had a flashback to that. And he was like, no reason. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> I do think I kind of like that. I do think like that. That has become canon. That is your head canon now. That is my head canon. Like that has not been confirmed. But I, I do really think like he's just like, no, it's a it's a state, a little bit of a statement, but also it's just easier to maintain. And then if I want to fall asleep in the forest for a little while it's not gonna <laughs> get all messed up <laughs> a bird's not gonna try and make a nest inside yeah exactly bees won't think i'm a flower i i love that and, and hey listen if anybody is an expert i mean i don't know if you want this title but out of the three of us you're gonna be the dragon age expert uh i i do um grant you that title so i in, in my head it's now canon as well <laughs> whatever awesome. mercy says yeah <laughs> Um, so that that is like a little bit of an experience I have, like flipping through this book, even uh, you may be able to hear the pages turning here as I'm trying to find some of the other characters. But like some of the ways that they thought about the character is really interesting. And then how they made their final decision, like. Like, I appreciate why they did that, even, you know, like Sarah who like I know when you first saw her in game Matt what do you, do you remember what you said about her haircut uh, do you remember exactly what I said I, I'll be honest with you I don't remember the exact I think I remember um, what you said <laughs> what did I say I think you called it like a pandemic haircut like she cut it herself or something oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and so it's really interesting because there's a whole section about how long it took them to also decide on like how to make her style her hair because she's such a strong character that they were like well she's not gonna like she's not just gonna throw it in a ponytail like she she did something to her hair and so some of the options were like very like half shaven and like kind kind of punk-esque it's really interesting to me actually how many of them they they drew bald at some point <laughs> like cole was drawn bald for a little bit which is interesting. Really? Uh, Sarah, there's a couple where she's, uh, yeah, she's like fully bald, um, or like very, very, like half shaven. There's one where like she shaved the front of her head, like not the side, like the front, and then the back is in a bun. It's like a really, 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 really short mullet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 interesting, and then like very classically like. Yeah, the like very punk half shaven like face, like skull and like that kind of stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. Cole was surprising to me. Like not that surprising, but surprising. Um, and it's interesting to me that they didn't go with bald for Cole because he's like part spirit. And so that really fits. Like, mm-hmm. like I feel like his spirit side would be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, what do I do with this? <laughs> like, I don't need this hair. This is like this is this is a this is something that doesn't matter like i mm-hmm. i don't need it like i could see that um but they went with 
just like very emo-esque hair on him, which I do love. I love his final character. It's it, just yeah, interesting I was to say see like, where he could have went. The emo hair definitely fits. I guess I guess it's like it's all I knew when I was playing it. So like at the time I never was like, oh, this like this would have been better like this. You know what I mean? Like I, I look at, at Cole and at Solus and I'm like, yeah, like that's that's who they are. Like that's that's what they're supposed to be. I guess yeah. like seeing that background really, really like it's really interesting to to see like why they change. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 super interesting. And then Vivian, they actually I'm looking at, I'm just pulling up the sketches now. Um so she is like more or less bald. Well, assumedly bald, yeah. but she has a she's a very She's got stubble fancy up there, basically. Well, yeah, but she's also she wears a helmet most of the yes. time. So you don't really ever see it. And so she uh she's really interesting to look at cuz uh, like some of the the drawings of her don't look at all like what I like her character. Like they look very much less noble, much much less like formal, much less like um proud almost so like it's really interesting because like if they would have put that in the game like i i think her entire they could have changed the way her character looked and not changed any other piece of her character and she wouldn't have seen as like i don't think i would have seen her as noble as quickly it would have taken me much longer to come to that conclusion mm-hmm. that like she was kind of like a little bit snobby yeah in the best way i love vivian she's a complex character i love her do you think they that they like the concept was like like how early are these concepts probably like did uh, they they're have, not they're they, not terribly early i don't think like they're not there's nothing here that doesn't fit the game yeah, so yeah. i'm not seeing stuff that like, didn't make the cut or anything like that i don't think like so like for me like the hair it's like that's fine like i'll change the hair two seconds before the game is released you know but like like having like um such like a complex character and like you you feel like she doesn't seem like nobler like like that kind of stuff like to me that's like oh did they not like fully develop her story yet like did they not know so it's just it's yeah which is which is very very possible because um maybe they hadn't developed her side story or her any of her missions or anything like that um which would be which would change it quite a bit um but they did it also like it's interesting to look at characters that they they had used before so morrigan so morrigan mm-hmm. um is from the first game mm-hmm. which i don't think either of you actually played haven't even touched it don't even think i own it i no, i have not played the first game yeah so morgan um is an established character she is the uh the daughter of the witch of the wild you meet her very early on in dragon age origins and she has like a very very set look and so looking at the like concept art for Inquisition, which takes place like decades after, technically, like uh, I believe at 10 years after, 10 to 12 years after, I'd have to look up 
first to be certain, but let's say 10 years. And so, like, there is, like, space for her character to have changed a lot. Um, They ended up going with essentially a little bit more, um, a little bit more modest of an outfit than her original one. But they didn't change it too much. Like, they really kind of just kept her more or less the same. They thought about changing her quite a bit, which is interesting. I don't think, um, I don't think that would have gone over super well. Because I think that's part of, you know, seeing a character return like that. Like, I've never been a huge fan of, like, her outfit. But seeing her outfit was kind of cool. Like, it was like, oh, yeah, that's... Like, it was just nostalgic, if anything else. But yeah, they they thought about um, putting her in, like, layers. Like, many layers of clothing, which is really interesting. It kind of makes sense for, like, where you are. Because you uh, meet her and you're in Skyhold. Um, But, which is in the mountains, which is cold. So I could (laughs) see it that way. Um, But it's just really interesting that they, like, almost drastically changed a very set character as well i think those are the concept arts that like the the two concept arts that i'm like extremely fascinated with are like the ones where you see a character and you're like i don't know what video game this is for like i don't know what this could be for because i definitely don't recognize his character or the or like the ones where it's like we have like three established games this is the concept art for the fourth game or like like this is an established character for like the game here's the concept art for the sequel and it's like how much are you like, this character is already established. How much are you going to change? Yeah. And I think, like, for Kingdom Hearts example, for example, like, there's three games. Like, when the concept art came out for Kingdom Hearts 3, it was like, oh, uh, they have plaid now? Like, everything else looks the same. I think he, maybe he got a haircut. Like, it's a slightly shorter. But, like, there's no, there's no like, they didn't take any risks. You know what I mean? Like, these characters look pretty much like what you think they're going to look like. Right. Yeah. So, so. So seeing the ones where they're like, you know, what if we just completely. What if we took <laughs> a right angle here and flipped everything around and yeah, like that's and it's silly because like looking at her, like her face looks the same. So I should recognize her. But I've done like triple takes on this just sitting here being like, is this is, this is Morgan, right? Like because it looks so different because they've just changed her clothes and her hair and kind of her style and therefore her demeanor has changed with it it's it's really fascinating yeah i mean not not to to completely change the subject but i mean i I did bring up kingdom hearts and i think um i think the concept art so so for kingdom hearts they did make it like completely different like i think they drew sora and then they were like okay we need to they they drew this picture before actually uh doing any like storytelling or like releasing any of that stuff and Disney actually were they were like you can't release this character. Um, so you guys know that Sora uses a a keyblade, which is just a, a giant key. Yeah. Originally, it was supposed to be a chainsaw sword. A chainsaw sword. A chainsaw sword. Um, and Disney didn't love that. <laughs> Disney was like, yeah, you can't. <laughs> you like, can't. You can't be carrying so a chainsaw. That's not how this works. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, we get that it's like the Final Fantasy stuff, and like you want to put Final Fantasy characters, no swords. <laughs> you can't have swords. <laughs> no swords. Um, he also had a tail. Uh, and a crown and like what looks like claws and uh disney was like you know let's just let's just tone it down a little bit let's make him human again (laughs) 
and then go from there. Let's reanalyze this and ask ourselves, is this what we really want? <laughs> and, and and the person who was in that elevator with the guy who worked from Final Fantasy who said yes to the the joint group, they're like, maybe we shouldn't have done this. I mean, hey, it, it, it worked out maybe, but the jury's still out on that one. But like, instead of going with like the crown, they went with like just spikier hair. So like... Hey, it, it's the hair became the crown. <laughs> it's something. Yeah. They got rid of all the animal features. But like, I feel like they were trying to make it like, well, like Mickey's a mouse, right? So like, what can he be? These guys like animals. <laughs> we'll make him an animal. Right. Like, like Donald and Goofy are still uh, a dog and a duck. It's just Sora's human now. But like, they just basically just made them like super g- generic. Um, All the, all the original characters for kingdom hearts are now like all generic like they still have the spiky hair and stuff but they're like yeah no swords no chainsaw swords definitely no to the chainsaw (laughs) chainsaw swords swords. i mean the keyword this key is still nice he still he still whacks people with it like you're you're pushing it with a deadly weapon (laughs) definitely can't have a chainsaw yeah i i think um so that's the story for kingdom hearts i think a cooler story is actually um the final fantasy story art or the concept art, sorry. Um, so for the first Final Fantasy game, they had uh, Yoshitaka Amano draw for the series, um, but he didn't technically create the characters. Um, so what they did, and I think this is like fantastic, is basically like they the studio went to or like the storytellers, I guess they went to him and they're like, okay, so like we need like a warrior. And like, this is like what, and they, in text, they like wrote out, um, what they wanted. Like we need a warrior. We need like a magician. We need like, um, like this type of demon monster and like this type of like enemy. And they would just send him like text and then he would imagine what he thought it would be. And he would either like do wood carvings or, um, carve copper plates, um, and did like ink transfers. And like, he created these like. Like they're they're honestly like beautiful, like amazing pieces of artwork. They're in a lot of Japanese museums just because it has like such a like important part. Um, like it's really big culturally. Um, and and basically like he would just be like, okay, so we need a warrior who's like gonna be really strong. He's gonna be wearing armor and he uses a sword, and like he would draw like these details, and then the character designs designers would look at his photos and be like, okay, so like I guess we can design them like this. So, like, the final work is, like, completely different, also completely 8-bit. So, like, I just love that you have, like, these super in-depth, like, character designs. And they're like, okay, so we'll give them spiky arms and shoulder plates next. Next. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, like, they they didn't use him to create the characters. They just used him to draw... And, like, same thing with the logos. Like, the other thing, like, Final Fantasy... Every Final Fantasy game has, like, super in-depth logos um and then like when you start the game it'll say like final fantasy and the logo will be in the background and it's like this great like watercolor um super in-depth and like he would he would draw them and then they would get character designers to come in and be like okay uh like let's actually design the character based off of the drawings but he's still credited as a character designer um but he would just do it all off of text and i think that that's 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 cool yeah that's cool yeah yeah, and he he did all of them from like one to. I think he did all of them like one to fifteen. Damn. 
he stopped doing the character designs and like mostly just the logo designs, but he did the character designs from one until eleven. Like and then he fifteen did, like, games uh, concept. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of games. I mean, it's a lot of concept art. You, there's more than fifteen. I know. There's like um, fucking fourteen point two and there's like fifteen yeah. part no, two. No, that's and... that's 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 Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is like the one point fives and the two point eights. Um, they just have like Final Fantasy Type Zero and Dissidia, Dissidia, which is like a Final Fantasy fighting game. Oh, that sounds like fun. There's so much. It's great. It's great. I, you don't have to play all. Of them. I've said it before. You don't have to play all of them. You just pick one. Just pick a title and go with it. They're they're honestly so much fun. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like the the they would just be like warrior with sword, and then he just went with it. It's amazing. It's very cool. Yeah. Very very cool. I think it's a I think it's a really interesting way to tell a story because they were like we we have a story to tell and we don't know how we want to do it so like let's go to this painter be like paint me a character based off of this small text and then once they saw the image they were like okay like i know exactly what i want this guy to do (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh sacco do you have any um uh yeah i was gonna um i remember when i was playing the bioshock uh like remake because it was like the remastered collection or something where it had like Bioshock yes. 1 and 2. Fun um, fact, if you owned the old ones on Steam, they gave you those for free. Which is why I had it. I had the ori- so good. I had the originals on Steam and they gave me the the code for the the remake. Um there was like a level that like if you went to like I think it was in the extras menu, there was like a museum that you can go through and it like showed all like it showed a whole bunch of concept art, show how like characters evolved over the development phase and like how the game evolved and like bioshock was supposed to be a very different game like it's not sunshine and rainbows but it's got like a happy like a like a funny feel to it like it's got like the circus of values and like excuse me hold on let me finish explaining (laughs) (laughs) not all of us are english majors that can use our words properly um like it's got like it's 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 creepy but bright. <laughs> no, please, no, please I'm try to use my words. Like, so. like, <laughs> it, it's there's like bios and there's like shocks. There's like shocks and, and bios. Uh, <laughs> it's got like a like a fifties feel to it, but it's not like it, it like it's a it's a it's an apocalyptic game, but it's not like post apocalyptic. Like it's weird. Like I don't know how to describe it. But like the game, the concept art. There's for so it, many things wrong. I don't. With what you, you know just what? Said. I don't care. This is my segment. <laughs> my segment. You had can your just, chance to talk. <laughs> My turn. <laughs> can I just can I just make a quick observation? What? Um, you said that you 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 don't know quite how to describe it. Uh, we know. We can tell. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the like concept art. So like the the big daddies and little sisters was like the biggest change that I could see. Like the spicers also like changed a little bit, but like not as much, not nearly as much as the big daddies and the little sisters. The little sisters at one point were chipmunks. And that's, like so that's a game that I want to play. Yeah, but like, like they were I like demonic chipmunks. Like they were fucked up. I know we want to talk about the demonic chipmunks. I just I cannot help myself. I have to go back for a second. You said it's not post-apocalyptic and it's bothering me. Like I can't think of anything else because you said the game wasn't post-apocalyptic. 
when post-apocalyptic. How would you describe the game, Marissa? The, How would you describe it? It's it literally is post-apocalyptic. Okay, describe the feeling of the game to me. There was there was an apocalypse. The and feeling then- is okay. So in terms of what the mood, the atmosphere, all of it. like yeah, go. all of yeah. it. Okay, it is eerie, often downright creepy. It does not pass into the genre of horror. I know this because I played it. Um, but it is technically, and by the definition, <laughs> post-apocalyptic, as it has happened after an apocalyptic event that has had that has caused the collapse of a civilization. You are literally in the post-apocalyptic part of the collapse of rapture. You are not there while it is collapsing. You are there after it has collapsed. This society has collapsed and it is post-apocalyptic. It is a post-apocalyptic creepy thriller game. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I've just you you said it what you were like, it's not quite post-apocalyptic. No, that's not what post-apocalyptic means. That's fine. I don't know words. Not. I don't do I don't word well. No, but I, I understand what you're saying. But there are they use comic relief in the uh, game's mechanics so that when you're being chased to death by, you know, like a, a big daddy or, you know, a Houdini splicer. And then and then, you know, you have to go level up a little bit because you just died um, and you go to the, you know, the um, I can't like the vending machine things. It is like it's like fun and like, haha, like it, it has that like cuphead feel to it. But it's not like that's more of the comic relief in the game. Okay. In my opinion. From the concept art, there wasn't going to be any comic relief. Like it was going to be a straight up horror game. Like the big daddies were like deformed scuba divers. And like they were like they had like growths coming on. They had like they had broke through their scuba suits. And the little sisters started off as like demonic chipmunks and then eventually became the little sisters. But they were like. They looked like a mini Frankenstein zombie thing. Like, it was fucked up. And then they clearly went a different route with it. I, the game is still creepy and it's still eerie now. But, like, it would have, I think it would have been way worse had they gone with the original concept of these characters. Yeah, I, I, and I love that they went from, like, I want to know that conversation that went from demonic chipmunks to little girls <laughs> like what was that conversation like? well and part well, of it clearly stayed in the game underwater? because they like climb through the pipes and stuff still but like it's underwater like why were there chipmunks like the little sisters were like part of the rapture society right like did they just did they oh, hire it, chipmunks it made more like, sense to... to have them as little sisters i don't really know why it was chipmunks to start off with <laughs> but I feel like a lot of what they do, though, is like chipmunky. Interesting. <laughs> I don't want to say that. It is. It, they're like gatherers, right? Like they 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 go out, grab Adam, gather. and then go back in the pipe. And, it, and they they go back in the pipe, and it then they they they, they have. It is what they do. Like it, it's interesting that they actually started there. Like I love that they. I, I enjoy the fact that they let themselves depart from actually making them chipmunks and made them more like have the tendencies of chipmunks where they go out collect and then like go back into their little 
um, safe little space. Yeah. Um, I think that. I think that worked. I mean, I know that they're super rough, like sketches, but I think the chipmunks are aren't scary enough. Like they they look kind of cute. Yeah, like uh, the all I could find were like pencil sketches. Yeah. And like they don't they, they they don't look like normal chipmunks. Like I think one of them is like wearing clothes. Like it's weird. But like it's I'm not sure that weird. The game takes place underwater. I know where the game takes place, but it's a chipmunk. <laughs> well, the chipmunk's like holding a, a syringe on. in one of the in and one yeah, of the it's sketches. Stabbing the, yeah, it's stabbing the person. I know, it's fucked That's up. That's what the little sisters do. So like the, I, the little girls are much scarier. I think the little girls are scarier. Oh, hundred percent. Because they were at one point human, and you you understand that. Is that why the chip? You you don't you don't. Brain, I feel like if they were chipmunks, you're like, oh, these were never human. Just these cuter, were just things like that decided to partner up with the big daddies. Where like the little sisters at one point were human. You're like, oh, what the fuck happened to you? And is it going to happen to me? Do you think that it could have something to do with your brains? Um, need to make children innocent like children are supposed to be these innocent pure like not corrupt um beings and then when you throw children into horror movies it like ah you got you got the little kid too like now nobody's safe is that it you know i didn't think i'm put that much thought into it matt (laughs) you think i'm overanalyzing i think you're overanalyzing no, I don't think you're overanalyzing. <laughs> I right, think well, that's let's... exactly why um, little girls have been used in horror, the horror genre so often is because of societal's uh, expectation of them to be innocent and also warm and welcoming and kind. And then the fact that they aren't is 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 performing the contrast of why they're so terrifying. Because not only are they this terrifying thing doing, like, this terrifying being doing terrifying things and even horrifying things, but you expected them to be doing the opposite. So it it highlights that contrast. It's it's an extra little bit of juxtaposition. Uh, My English major side is really showing in this episode. That was a big word. (laughs) But uh, that, that is why they are used so commonly in the horror genre. And I think the horror genre actually has more to do with why... Um, in Bioshock, they became little girls is because of that connection that we now have with them where we see in a, if we're in a creepy environment and we see a small child, let alone a small girl wearing a dress, that is horrifying. Yeah, it's just like red, red flags are, are firing in my yeah. brain. Like something's not right like, here. Why are you here? Which is, you shouldn't be here. Like, why are you I shouldn't here? Be here? You this shouldn't cannot be, here. be safe. This cannot be, this cannot be good. This is only going to add badly for me because you must be like capable of some great thing. The The interesting thing is, is that they aren't capable of some great evil, really. They, I mean, they harvest uh, the atom, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, and they, so that is horrifying. I know you see them, one of them do it early on in the game and it is a little bit horrifying, but they aren't the thing that you're scared of, right? Like you run into a little sister. If you run into a little sister, your first thought isn't, oh my God, she's going to kill me. It's where's the fucking big daddy? Yeah. Like where, where's the big daddy? Because the big daddy is going to take his fucking drill (laughs) and stick it into my stomach and I'm going to be dead very quickly. 
Um, I don't think that weapon would have been approved by Disney. Either. No, not the giant drill. <laughs> Maybe what about no. a chain? What about a what about a key? What if we use the key, key instead? We'll open up the soul with the key you and suck the, it out that the way. Key, the key shall set you free. Well, I mean, um, we can talk about the big daddies because I, I don't think that they're uh, necessarily scarier in the concept art. They're just more like it's it's a very different like it's just like gorier. It's a very different game had they gone with that version of the yeah big Daddy. yeah. Instead of just being so like a very scary big thing in a scuba soup with a drill, it was like, oh, this thing's going to like rip me apart and eat me. The thing I love about looking at this piece of concept art from the Big Daddy is, uh, is that, yes, they are very like zombie-esque. I think one of the things that I love, it's a very good sketch uh, that I've, I've found. Well, well, Sacco's provided with both of us. Um, and uh, we'll see if we can share this on social media. If you want to take a peek over at our Crown Heathens Instagram account, you can see it there. But it it reminds me too much of the Splicers. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, the Splicers yeah. were, like, also in this kind of, like, because the Splicers are, like, deformed, I guess you could say, in, in Bioshock, right? Like, they're, like, they're, um... What's the lore behind them? Like the the atom fucked with them, right? They used yeah. too yeah. much of the the um not atom yeah so the, spl- um plasmids right yeah, yeah so yeah. well they are splicers are the result of atom use and so basically the excess of atom consumption deformed their bodies and minds and then that's why they look the way that they look. Um, and that's why they're dependent on Adam. Um, so that's where, like, they're, like, maniacs, right? Like, they, yeah. they can't control themselves. They, any chance of getting into contact with a little bit of Adam, they will literally tear you limb from limb for that. Um, so it is it is anyone, it, it's, yeah, but they were people. They were just people who lived in Rapture, who were like, oh, this is super fun. And then they went to their masquerades and and all that. And then one day they went to their masquerades and they never took off their mask because they went nuts. That's fun. It's a fun game. Fun. <laughs> fun, fun game. It's, it's, it's fun all around. Yeah. But I, I think... Yeah. Definitely not post-apocalyptic. No, not at all. <laughs> I, I think the big daddy suit, like, with where they went, like, is still really good because like it's still scary like I, the oh it's very like, it's very intimidating but, like the, well, what so i like sorry go ahead i was Matt, gonna say that's okay i was like it adds realism because it's like if i was a mechanic that had to work i don't know how deep it is fifty thousand leagues under the sun <laughs> I, like if i had to work <laughs> if i if i had to work in the depths of the ocean like i would want maybe a suit that looked like that it's fair. Like, if I go crazy in the suit, like, that's a different story. But, like, if I was going to be working underwater, like, I would want, like, an airtight suit, maybe a drill to, like, actually drill. Those are b- pretty big bolts in Rapture, you know? Like, I think yeah. it's a pretty, I think the realism kind of um, helps. Because, like, sometimes when it's just, like, like just monsters, it's like, okay, like, you're not real. But it's, like, this is very much, like, a big daddy is very much something that if Rapture was real, like, this is what you would see on a daily basis. So, for, like, 
for the usual to come after you now and murder you. It's like, ah, very well done. Very good writing. Yeah. 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 For sure. Like it's definitely way closer. Like it's, I feel like they went, they they had this concept art for this game. Like this is like too out there. It's just kind of going to be like every other horror game. If we go this route where if we kind of bring it back, like bringing it back almost makes it scarier because it's like, oh, this could like not like this could happen, but like this could like this is more realistic to happen than like everyone turns into flesh eating zombies. I think I think something that's very like common in the horror genre is just like how gory can we make it? Yeah. And and I don't think that this game really wanted you to be sitting there like, oh, that's gross. It wanted you to be sitting there like. I know this is technically not a horror game, but I'm scared right now. Yeah. And like, well, I feel yeah, like, they, like they definitely achieved it. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, it wasn't, yeah, they weren't trying to be gory or anything like that. They were trying to be like, like almost like a, a bit of a psychological thriller. That was in the my word. Mind. That's the word that I was thinking of. Like, this feels to me like a psychological like horror like psychological thriller but it's like i didn't want to say it for fear of being wrong but like like but i'll say it so you know you're not wrong no (laughs) if you you stand up here with me then i agree a hundred (laughs) percent um yeah so there's a couple things i want to say there so i I just i was curious if i could find how many uh, leagues under the sea um <laughs> rapture was i couldn't find that i did find out that it was uh it's it's about 400 kilometers away from iceland oh, oh technically, nice off the shore of iceland <laughs> oh, that's fun. so that um yeah that's that, that that's its location so um there's latitudes and long longitudes with i which i've left the page it was on but uh if you want to look on the bioshock fandom website uh yeah they you can get the precise location of of rapture there um the reason that the big daddies work i think the sketch that you like that might have been is scary and i wouldn't want to run into that creature in the game the the other reason i think that it works is is they don't look like the splicers they are a new threat they're a very different threat and you never once really think about their uh you do think about their mental state when, um, you know, they're chasing you um, because they have to be get pissed off to chase you or else, like, if you stay away from them, they'll stay away from you. They don't really care. You just can't get too close. Uh, but you, it's not the psychosis that the splicers have. Like, the splicers will attack you no matter what because they've lost their minds. Whereas, like, there seems to be more sentience in the big daddies. And so because they're not falling apart, because they're not zombie-esque, that comes across. Like, they still look like they function. Maybe not fully yeah. the way that they were meant to, but they they function. Yeah. And that is never in question. They just get really pissed off when you get too close, especially if you get too close to the little sister. Like, then they get angry and protective in a way that they shouldn't have been able to get. but like they are still sentient like you can't you can't necessarily talk to them or talk them down but like it feels like they could plan something like they're not gonna just leave you alone either yeah like they're too smart 
Like I don't it's not intelligence. Like I don't think they're smart, but it's it's like they they are they are function like like they yeah. they function in the game. They are, they're not broken. They're not breaking down. Whereas if I'd run into them and they would look the zombie-esque version that the concept art shows might have been, it's it is kind of like, oh, well, they're they're just like a different splicer. But they're not. They're they were yeah. never supposed to be. They were supposed to be something else. Um, which means the threats are a little bit more all-encompassing, right? Like every time I turned a corner at the beginning of the game, I was like, oh, splicers, oh, splicers. And then you started running into more big daddies and it was like, please, no more big daddies. Like, I'll deal with the splicers. Just don't. Like, I don't want to turn this corner and see a big daddy. And you would stop and you would listen to see if you could hear one. I know if I heard a thud in the game, I would stop because I'd be like, oh, fuck, is there a big daddy near me? Like, do I have to look out? Like, I, you know, I just got out of a fight or I'm not, I don't, I need more health or whatever. And I don't want to fight one. It felt like something you could prep for, whereas the splicers would just show up anyway. Yeah, I think that's actually a really good like diff like it's really good to differentiate between the two and like that was actually really really well said, Marissa. Well, thank you. And I and uh, I I agree. Perfect. Uh, there is one more piece of concept art I want to talk about. We've talked about it before. Uh, it is my least favorite piece of concept art. Uh, it is from <laughs> from from a game that we've played before. Uh, to. Those vague, vague descriptions. Do you guys have any idea what I'm Not talking about? Not at all. So I, I did, I did, I was like, there's one more. Like, what else did we, what else is the other? Like, I was, you had me for a bit. And then you said a game that we used to play. And I was like, a game. Mm, what game did we play? <laughs> so many games. <laughs> so many games. It's weird that the game, I, it's weird that the game thing threw you. Because yeah. th that, that is the point of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, it, you said it and my brain immediately was just like, empty. No thoughts. Empty. <laughs> we don't play games. I've never played games with this person before in my life. Um, Yeah, uh, it's the Panzer from Call of Duty Zombies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So it's the actually... con concept art of the Panzer. This is the only case where I'm like... This is really, it looks nothing really like, it vaguely looks like the same thing that you run into in the game. But it is much more terrifying in the concept art. Like, they went ham in the concept art. I think that's kind answer. of the point, though. You know what I mean? Like, draw, like, if if technology wasn't an issue, like, if we could just create something, this like, what that's what like. it would look like. I think that's, like, the concept art. Like, they knew what they wanted when they were drawing this. And that's then the they concept just, of the yeah. concept art. That's yeah, the concept yeah. of that's the what concept I think. art. I think that they were like once they were tried to put it into the system, they were like, "Oh, we don't have one thousand k yet. We can't can't do this." Yeah. So anyway, a very famous story we've told it before here. I looked at the concept art, uh, didn't want to run into it in game, and proceeded to run into it in game and. Uh, Sacco was no help in not making sure that wasn't the most terrifying experience I've ever had. Uh, so not a huge fan of that. It is a cool concept. Uh, the art looks great. Uh, it's good enough to terrify me. So I can't really say it's bad, but I uh, I don't like it at the same time. I think it's a. Um, it's definitely a well thought out. It, it kind of it kind of gives me Big Daddy a little bit. It's the same concept, right? Yeah. That like very mechanical, big looming, like yeah, like dead. It body also inside. chases you. 
It has a weird like, weapon is, on its arm. Has the machine taken over, or is the thing inside still controlling it? Dun dun dun. <laughs> yes, it's definitely. I. Uh, it's it's not pleasant. Yeah, I was gonna say it's definitely uh it's definitely scary. Definitely not a fun photo. All right. Well, with those uh, little nuggets of information left with you, uh, let's move on to our final segment of the podcast, which is Matt. What are you playing? So uh, that's actually very interesting because I've started. I there's a mm, let me just ramble real quick. Let me just collect all of all of everything. Uh, get all my words, everything. get my words together because they all Be want a to come out at the same time. and go gather. Um, yes, let me gather all of the words. Um, so recently I started playing a game that I have been looking forward to for the longest time. Um, the evil within two, I loved the first evil within so much. Like I actually started playing the first evil within like by fluke. Um, I went into EB games and I was like, I'm looking for a game that I can beat in like five days or less because I had the platinum card and I can return the game. So I was like, I really don't want to like spend money on a game, but if like I can beat it and return it quickly enough. Uh, and the guy was like, well, like the evil within is like pretty sure you can probably beat that. And I was like, okay. So I played it and I immediately was like, Oh, I'm not returning this like money well spent. And, uh, they released a second one and I postponed forever because I do that. And I finally started playing it and I am extremely extremely pleased i did stream it so if you did not catch that i had some comments my favorite thing is they brought back the claire de lune song uh part of like the save menu it plays the piano music it's very creepy and i love it it's creepy and i love it it's it's so good i'm so excited to be playing it very cool very cool uh what about you sago um i know i talked about it on a previous podcast uh, I can't remember if it, if it was the last podcast, but um, I said I was going to try out uh, the new Bia Pro mode on NHL 21 because uh, NHL oh, 21 yeah. is on Game Pass. Uh, I did try it out. Uh, I think they have a long way to go. It is fun. Um, I am has, currently still playing it. Um, has it changed a lot since the old ones? Because I know the like gameplay wise, no. But like they they like they revamped everything that happens like behind the scenes or like off the ice, where like you have interviews with your coach every once in a while. Um, I got drafted by LA and like one of the other players like came up to me in the locker room and was like, Hey, like we, we've been working on passing a lot in practice. We should put it to you. It's like, go out and get an assist tonight, basically. And then I did. And then like after the game, he came up to me and was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, man. Good work. Like it was like a weird little interaction like that, but like, Hey, it's cool to like the stuff they're doing. And like, I, um, I put my like birthplace as Vaughn, Ontario. And so, uh, like six, it was like the sixth game of the season, and we played Toronto in Toronto, and there was like this little mini cutscene of me just standing in front of like the empty arena, and like all the lights were going on, the Leafs logos were everywhere, and it was just like me like contemplating life, and like in the background you can hear the reporter, like the commentator being like, "Oh, like you just got to play your game, like don't let the." like the excitement get like a hold of you just play your game play the game like you've always been playing it like i thought that was a little like a cool little moment the problem is that it's, it's all so far just cool little moments i'd like them to like go somewhere else. with it <laughs> so so uh, oh yes the band-aid phase. yeah 
I mean, like that that little moment sounded great to me, but I, yeah. I also never played. I so I don't know how bad it was, or I know, well, I know you said before you were off there was nothing. It was you played the game yeah. and then you got to a menu <laughs> and then you went to the next game. That was so, so. This is better than nothing. How many? If you don't mind me asking, how many games have you have you played so far? I think um, I don't know, maybe 10, 12 games into the season. And as somebody who said they uh hate the the way that be a pro mode works would you recommend uh to any of those old time nhl fans based off of what you played would you now recommend it i would i would recommend it if you wanted to oh. if you had the current nhl do i think it's worth buying the nhl for probably not all right if you already have the nhl i think it's worth a shot i'll i'll ask you again once you get to the playoffs and they sim the entire thing yeah i'll be freaking annoyed <laughs> And uh, Marissa. Cool. Thanks for asking me, Sacco, after it was your turn. <laughs> no uh, problem. <laughs> I'm the host now. I am leading this. The trade moves forward because of me. <laughs> I am I am playing a astronomical number of games right now. So uh, I just recently restarted a play or re, re-picked up Dragon Age. Uh, so I've actually been streaming Dragon Age 2. I've been thoroughly enjoying it. I've met some really uh, good Dragon Age fans in the comments, so we've had a lot of time, good times uh, geeking out about characters and the lore and headcanons and theories and um, all that good stuff. So I'm currently replaying Dragon Age 2. I'm also working through Red, Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, on our Twitch channel, which has been really fun. Uh, it is currently fulfilling the need that I have in my life for a hunting simulator, which is interesting. Um, but I, I enjoy just going out into the wilderness and, you know, tracking a deer. It's just fun. Feels nice. Yeah. Um, and then, as always, I'm playing lots of Apex. And uh, just today, I streamed a little bit of Tetris. So I'm kind of all over the place. A little bit. It sounds like it. Yeah. In good. in a good way though. You yeah. Know, you got your you got your um your fantasy, you got your horse, and then you, you, just, you got you, you got a little bit of Tetris and, and then Apex is our like that's our go to. So like I'm we're we're all playing Apex, but uh in a very fun, fun way. And uh I I I think it's really fun. It is really I fun. I feel like you sound like you have a gun to your head there. Man. I think like, we're all having fun am, right now. I am having fun. I am having lots this of is, fun. This is good. This I'm exactly where I want to be. And <laughs> if uh, I, I'm just, I took over a little bit at the end there for the hosting. So I'll, I'll take over a little bit more too. If you like Dragon Age, uh, come check out Marissa Play on Twitch. It's It's really fun. Uh, I'm definitely not being forced to say this. This is on my free will. I promise. I promise you, this is my own free will. Um, but yeah, if, if uh, you're looking for more Dragon Age content, uh, Twitch.tv/CrownHeathens is definitely a place to go. All right, and with that, uh, we will wrap up today's podcast. So if you haven't already, and you would like to, make sure you check us out on social media. We are on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Facebook, all at uh, Crown Heathens. There. Uh, as Matt just mentioned, we do have a Twitch channel as well where we do like to stream a variety of games because we can't keep focus on more than one thing at a time. So um, that is twitch.tv slash crowned heathens. And I think that's about it. So 
Thank you so much for listening. And as always, we will catch you in the next one. Bye, everyone. I don't know what's out of chipmunk face. <laughs>